Hey friends, I'm Brad Livingston, lead pastor here at Transformation Church. I want to personally welcome you to our podcast. At TC, we exist to see people transformed from who they are to who God wants them to be. So no matter where you are on your faith journey, I hope today's message inspires you to take one step closer to Christ. Good morning. My name is Phaedra and I have the incredible privilege of, be- of serving here on our Next Steps teams and our uh, guest service team. I have two amazing kiddos. My oldest is Peyton, and he is 10, and my youngest is Parker, and she's seven going on 37. <laughs> so, so that's fun. Um, so we also have three incredible ladies that are joining us today, um, and they're gonna tell us their names, um, their kiddos' names, and their ages, the kids' ages. <laughs> not, not ours. <laughs> Uh, good morning, everyone. My name is Keisha Williams. I have two children, um, Taylor, age six, and Maverick, he's going to be two in July. Um, my name is Cindy Tregoning, and I have two girls. Um, one is um, Alexia, and she's 16, and Hayden, she is six. And my name is Kathy Livingston, and I have four children. One of them is sitting right here by me. <laughs> Our oldest is 38, Uh, her name's Natalie, and Cindy's 38, and uh, Tommy, our precious Tommy, is 36, and Brad, also known as your pastor, is 34. (laughs) He's my pastor, too. (laughs) Thank you, ladies. So we're going to just ask you um, a few questions, um, and we'll start with you, Ms. Keisha. So one thing for certain is that mothers need patience. Lots of patience. Tell us about um, the Taylorisms and now Mavisms um, in your house. What okay. are those? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for anybody who does not follow me on social media, I have um, two wonderful kids who sometimes say a lot of things that I thought were normal. Um, (laughs) I thought other kids did these things, but as I started to talk to other moms, I realized they were not normal. Um, So I started to kind of share some of their experiences and things that they said um, on social media. So uh, sometimes they're really funny. Sometimes it's like, you're cute, but today you might catch these hands. So... um, So um, it's just been great getting to parent them. Um, they, it, it's sometimes I wish that they were, um, you know, your quiet child in certain situations that might benefit, but I wouldn't change it for the world because it's great entertainment. Yes, we we can see some yeah. of them up there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, with with such strong will, little ones, how does patience uh, play a role in motherhood? What would you say? Um, I'd say my biggest thing is that. Uh, with kids, I got to equate them to like clay. So if someone were to give you like a block of clay and you sat there and you just tried to make it what you wanted to make it and you didn't take your time and mold as you should have, you're probably not going to get the best result in the end. Um, So when they say the things that they say, I understand like these are personality. If you've met their father, this makes total sense. So um, (laughs) all of this makes sense. So just trying to be patient and and work with them and let them know like I'm there, I support you. Um, I know the things that they say are not malicious intent, um, but they're kids. They say they haven't been there before, but at some of these things I think they might have. So um, just understanding that regardless, just taking my time to mold them and and help them to build a little bit more of a filter in certain situations. So whether they're going to be a CEO, an activist, a 
a trades worker, DJ, whatever, that they're the best at whatever they do. Um, so, Cindy, hi. Hi. <laughs> when we think about the idea of perseverance, your story without a doubt comes to our mind. Everyone says Lexi is just like you and Hayden is just like Anthony. Yes. <laughs> Can you explain that to us? Um, well, Lexi, she is sensitive like me. Um, and she's very helpful. She's always willing to help and do whatever is needed. And she's, she's caring, caring. But Hayden, on a different hand, she is very different. She's much like her dad. She is a daddy's girl. Even though she may look like me, the Asian in her, but um, she is her dad, his attitude. She has to have the last word in everything. <laughs> but she does have a caring heart. She, she's always looking out for her dad. <laughs> yeah, not her mom. <laughs> Just her dad. Can you tell us about the journey of motherhood for uh, you with Lexi and just some of life's situations, and, and now with Hayden, um, just how perseverance has been so important for you in your journey. Okay. Bear with me, it may be a little, a little long. Um, I was in a serious relationship um, at a young age. Um, I found out I was pregnant with Lexi when I was 21 years old. And, um, you know, when I found out, I felt a lot of, I was scared. I had a lot of fear. I didn't know what to do. Um, I felt a lot of shame. And um, during that, I hid my pregnancy for about six months from my family and my friends. And um, after the six months, it was God. <laughs> that um, spoke to my parents, actually, um, showed my parents that, hey, your daughter is pregnant. Um, and through that journey, um, I found out some things about Lexi's father. Um, he was cheating on me multiple times, and this was the person I wanted. It's been my, my life with. I was probably going to settle and make it work for, for Lexi. But during that time when I found all that out, I went through a period of um, depression. Um, I isolated myself from my family, my friends, and I really just wanted to hear from God, um, where, where does this lead me? And God really just spoke to me, sustained me, sustain me through this whole this whole journey that you're not alone and he showed me some things that this was an unhealthy relationship that you were in and um you know when you're blinded by love um he was manipulating me um controlling me and I felt that I needed to get out of that relationship for for my daughter's sake and for my own sake. And so getting out of that relationship was not very easy. Um, and I knew I was going to have to be a single mom and do it alone. But um, thank God for my family, uh, especially my parents, stepping in and helping me. And eventually, um, 
as time went on, I met my husband, now that my husband, and he stepped in and helped me raise um, Lexi. And um, my journey through life, I don't know if I need to say this, but um, it hasn't been very easy. Um, as a young girl, I went through a traumatic um, experience in my life. Um, I watched my mom, my brother, and my sister be murdered. And I thought I was going to die because I, I was stabbed during that time. And I went through all that as a, a young kid and then now through the relationship, a controlling relationship that I was in. And um, about probably like 13 years ago, um, we found out that my dad was diagnosed with cancer, um, stage four cancer, and he only had six months to live, and my dad ended up passing. And then through that journey about two years ago, um, Tommy had a motorcycle accident. And during that time, um, I really was mad at God during that time of my life, where I was like, God, why are you punishing me? What have I done um, to deserve this? And all the faith that I had, I was faithful. Um, I had very little. And thank God for, for my parents stepping in um, and holding me up and God never leaving me that I was able to get through. And, you know, God was like, you're not alone. I will bring you through this. I would bring you through this. And he did. He did bring me through it. And um, it's so important um, to me in, in this journey to persevere is um, you're not alone. And I, I've been through life where I wasn't walking with the Lord. And I never want to go back to to that place where I didn't have freedom. And so I, I choose this life. I choose to serve him, and I always will. And I know that what, whatever life brings at me, I know that I can get through it with the Lord on my side. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. Thank God for freedom. Thank God for praying parents. Thank y'all. Thank God. <laughs> um, speaking of praying parents, Miss Kathy. <laughs> um, you have been labeled the pillar of prayer in the Livingston legacy, as we can see. Your kids, including our pastor, um, chose some roles and relationships that, in life that you knew weren't what God wanted. And so what was it like for you to witness some of that? Well, I just want to say that um, I've always known that having God in our life and having prayer in our life is one of the most uh, awesome weapons that we could have to pray our children through, to pray anyone through, really, And as we turn to the Lord for prayer and just ask Him for wisdom. You know, God speaks in the Bible and Proverbs a lot about wisdom, so I feel like it's so good to ask God for wisdom to raising your children, you know, and... Um, and knowing when to say things to them that, that 
that they may be doing that are not right, when to keep your mouth shut and not say things to them and just pray and let God and Holy Spirit handle that. Um, and sometimes the, the children would get, uh, they would get with the wrong people. <laughs> and um, every, in fact, each one of them got with the wrong people at one time or the other. And uh, we just prayed, you know, and, and of course their dad, Pastor Dan, would tell them, if you if you marry that person, I'm not doing the wedding because <laughs> we all knew that he wasn't, they weren't with the right persons. <laughs> and all four of them did that. <laughs> so uh, anyway, then um, uh, each of our children got on some, some um, wrong roads, you know, and that, that was going to lead them to nowhere, that was going to lead them to a life of sin and destruction. And, you know, we just uh, just pray that through. That's the power of prayer. You know, if we can always remember to call on God and he will do what he needs to do. He will let us know as parents what it is they need for us to pray for. And um, I'm just so thankful that God just give us that power of prayer to pray uh, these youngins through. And thank God they're with the right kids, uh, the right pa uh, partners now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so that was a... a yeah, except Tommy. Yeah, he's raising his hand. Yeah. Y'all pray for Tommy, okay? He needs somebody. If you, knew, if you know anybody. Oh, not, not just anybody, because then Pastor Dan won't do the wedding. I know. Oh, he's not going to do the wedding. I don't even think Brad will do it. Oops, sorry, y'all. That's Okay. <laughs> I do want to add a little something to what she was saying. When I was going through the, um, that relationship in my life where, um, thank goodness for, for this woman, um, she never let up, even though I was mad at her at some time, like, stop sending me people to talk to me about, <laughs> about God or about all this stuff. Um, I didn't want to hear it from anyone, but she kept pressing on. Um, sending people to me, and um, she is what got me through through it and stuck by my side. Oh man! Anytime, I, I love this this these daughters of mine and um and my my sons. They were just so precious, and I just we're just so thankful God gave them to us. You know, there was a time when I told them if you're if you're not gonna you're not gonna uh, walk, if you're on the wrong path, sometimes they'd be on the wrong path. And I'm like, if you're going to try that, I, just remember, God did not give you to us for you not to serve him, period. <laughs> so yes. you're not going to get away with that. I'm going to send everybody I can to you. <laughs> and um, I love it. I just want to say that as a parent, don't ever give up on praying for your children. All of our children from one time or the other is going to go astray. And we just cannot ever give up on them because it is worth it when we see them now to all four serving the Lord and in a great capacity, so. Yeah, that was so good. I was going to ask you to tell us about the power of prayer in your life, but I feel like, yeah. you know, yeah. basically what you have said is what we all need to do, uh, regardless of whether you're a mom or not, but to remember to seek the Lord first before yeah. you start doing anything. Right. Um, to remember that you're, we, we are nothing without him. Right. So even in the small things, you know, even in the big things that seem small, like our children, to be able to, he's the old, he's the he's the best parent. So why not go to him first, right? So that that was so good. Yeah, yeah. So we th we thank you, ladies. 
Thank you for joining us. We love you, and we really appreciate you guys for all sharing from your hearts. We, we appreciate it. Help me give them a hand of applause, guys. Thank you, thank you. So we thank you all for listening and laughing with us. Um, and please join us in watching a short Mother's Day video. She was really a nice person, and so the most I love about her. You make me dinner and food because she's nice sometimes. She um crafts things for me. Uh, she's a nice person. I like. I like her as a mom. Dad, she snuggles me a lot. She kisses me and hugs me. She's nice. She provides food for me. She gives a roof over my head, and she provides clothes for me. Giving her hugs. That she makes me food. She puts um, all her work aside to um, play with me. She gives me stuff. When I tell her if she could do something for me, she does it. She has pretty dresses. She's caring, she's nice. She's uh, cool. Sometimes we like to throw the football and play nurse battles, but the most thing I like to do is spend time with her. Get ice cream. Watch Proud Family with her. I like to um, watch TV with her. I like to go to the park. I like to go to the store with her. I went to Dinsy World with her. Go shopping. Uh, hang out with her. Uh, ride in our Jeep. Go to the beach, too. The laundry. My mom makes good food. Uh, she lets she reads me bedtime stories before I go to bed. Makes me breakfast. Flowers. Probably that's it. Probably some shoes. A car. Chocolate. She likes purses, makeup. She already has enough makeup. Enough. But she doesn't have. She barely has jewelry. I would buy her um a new computer because she, um her. Old computer broke. Um, stuffed animal. Chocolate. I will get her flowers. Uh, well, she loves candy, so I would buy her chocolate, almonds, and uh, roses. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you. 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 Happy Mother's Day. Mom, I love you. Happy Mother's Day, Mom, I love you. Happy Mother's Day, Mom, I love you. Happy Mother's Day, Mom, I love you. But I am a mama's boy. Man, kids say the darndest things, don't they? I tell you what. It's like, what do they do for me? Laundry? Uh, the Simon kids, man, I tell you. Uh, we, <laughs> we're so excited that you guys are here with us, and, and happy Mother's Day. Uh, man, it truly is an honor to have such amazing mothers uh, in the room, and, and so we're celebrating you today, and today I want to encourage mothers by showing uh, all of us how, how God designed mothers. I had an amazing mom, just like you heard. Uh, I had a praying mom. Thank God I had a praying mom, um, because uh, I was a knucklehead 
for a long time. And so uh, I genuinely believe God, uh, I, I've always been in the belief that when we pray, God is prompting us to pray so that God would accomplish his will through our prayers. Uh, if there's ever been someone that made me think that our prayers move God, it's my mom. Her prayers are like just in another stratosphere. And so, uh, but today I want to encourage all of us by showing us how God designed mothers actually. Uh, but in that, how moms can show us how to better represent God in our lives. Uh, and so, man, we are, we are so, um, need, we're so needing to see God show up in our lives in special ways. And a lot of times we actually lose track of how mothers represent God. Because we, we can all identify how God the Father uh, shows up in fathers, right? So, I mean, uh, so we have God in our lives and we have fathers in our life prayerfully and, and a good father is one that's there to uh, identify, affirm, encourage, right? Sometimes correct in Jesus' name. Come on, y'all. Anyway, so um, I don't know what your dad did, but mine uh, corrected. All right, so, um, and so it's very easy for us sometimes to see how fathers show up. And so when we're looking at fathers, we can look to God to say, man, how is it that our fathers should act, represent God to us, right? And, and so to, to speak courage, to strengthen, to identify, um, but also sometimes to discipline. And, and so we see how God does that too. But sometimes we actually can lose track of how mothers are supposed to represent God as well. And, and what a good mom actually looks like. See, a mother's at her best when she's showing us an example of the Spirit of God or the Holy Spirit. A mom is at her best when it's easy to see how the Spirit of God and what it looks like to, that the Spirit of God shows up is in her behavior, in the way that she acts around her children, the way that she is represented. And, and a mother's at her best. I'll give you these, this list. A mother's at her best when she is doing these things. First of all, when she is showing love, isn't it? Isn't a mom doing her best when she's loving her kids and her family? Like some of y'all, I don't know. Some of you are like, I don't know. Actually, my mom was, I'm just kidding. Didn't mean that. Was a, anyway, so, but a mom's at her best when she loves. Turn to your neighbor and say love. One more time, because I don't think anyone believed you. Turn to your neighbor and say love, all right? All right, so a mother is at her best when she's showing love, right? And so when, when, when compassion and, and grace and when there's affection, man, that's when a mom is at her best, isn't it? We heard the kids say, it's like, I just love when my mom snuggles with me. You know what I mean? Like, like we can see, oh, that's so beautiful, right? So a mom is at her best when she has love. I'll tell you another time, this one may be a little harder for you moms, but a mom is at her best when she has joy. When joy is evident in the home. I'll tell you one thing about our house uh, is if you're in our house when we were growing up, you were going to laugh. All right. Now it might be at somebody else's expense. Y'all know what I'm talking about, but we were going to, we're going to, we're going to laugh. Like, like joy is radiant in, was always radiant in my mom and she was incredible. And hear me, I think that moms are best when they're joyous. And, and the hard part with that, just like we talked about and we heard uh, the ladies talk about these moms, that sometimes joy can be hard when you're persevering and you're having to be patient and you're having to be patient and you're having to be patient. Okay. So like, but joy, <laughs> joy is evident when a mom's at her best, right? The next thing that moms have when they're at their best is peace. 
And I don't just mean peace as in they're being peaceful, right? Not peace as in like trying to make peace. You know, Johnny, don't hit your sister. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay, that's not, that's not the kind of peace we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about uh, that when the mother walks in the room, things that used to have everyone going crazy seems to calm down. And when a mom's at her best, she has a way of, of bringing the chaos that's on the surface down because mom is here. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Uh, I remember one day when I was playing hockey in my driveway because I'm from the north and so like uh, we're playing roller hockey in the driveway and and um, so I was at I was at that place where um, it was time to take the the heel brakes off the roller blades all right so any like, anybody ever skated before you know the roller blades got heel brakes so you can skirt you know what I'm saying and then like make that long black line across the driveway that the dad hated so um, I remember playing hockey one day and I had taken my heel brakes off but I forgot and I went to stop. And how many of y'all know if you go to lean backwards and there's nothing there on skates, there's only one way this ends. Y'all know what I'm talking about? And I'll never forget I fell in like road rashed my elbow. You know what I mean? And uh, I still have scar on it. And, and I remember I came inside and it was like I didn't want anyone except my mom. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Like that's like why? Because even though I was in the middle of pain, it's like I needed, I wanted the person that could bring some peace to the pain. And moms have a way of doing that. And so in that, there's also uh, moms are really good at being patient. Mothers are at their best when they're patient. So some of the moms are like, I don't know if I'm good at it, but I can see why it's necessary, right? So so moms are at their best when they're patient. Why? Because kids are kids, right? How many of y'all know kids are kids? How many of y'all know kids will test like where the line is? And even once you've clearly drawn it, they're like, like they're looking at you while they're thinking it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I know you just drew that, but I mean, like they're, they're going to like lean over. Like my feet aren't over though, mom. My feet aren't over though, mom. Like I, right. So, uh, and then they'll throw their little brother over it and be like, I didn't go over it. They went over it. <laughs> moms need patience, right? Moms need, moms need kindness. Cause when a mom is kind, right? Here's one thing that I've always loved about my mom. And I've seen many of you as mothers over the years portray this is that I always felt comfortable no matter how bad things got, I could go to my mom because I knew her kindness would override her anger. She would still let me know she was angry. Don't get it twisted, okay? So half holy, half hood, okay? But nonetheless, uh, my mom was always good about introducing kindness. Uh, goodness. She, my mom had a way of always making sure, even if, even if things were going crazy, she knew how to make sure that I understood what the good thing was, even when I wasn't doing it, right? On top of that, and this is one that I think is so good about mothers, they're faithful, which is faithfulness. A mother is at her best when she's being faithful. A mother's at her best when she's full of gentleness. 
Gentleness shows up in a mother's life, right? Just like we talked about earlier, how they nurture and how they're gentle. Uh, I had my dad and he was amazing. Um, And so he was not always the one that was going to be like, come here and let me hold you and like do all that. Like, I don't know. If I needed someone to beat me up, I knew where I was going. You know what I mean? So it's like, here, like, let let me throw you across this living room onto that couch. Y'all know what I'm talking about? It's like, I love how dads love to see how far kids can fly. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Like, it's always onto a couch or, you know what I mean? So just like, so, uh, but the moms are gentle, right? And so that's, that's the great part uh, about moms. They're, they're at their best when they're gentle and they're at their best when they have self-control. Because I know moms, some of you want to be wild out on your kids sometimes. <laughs> or some of you want your kids to go away so you can wild. Anyway, but like whatever, whatever the case may be. Uh, self-control is always, uh, a mother is definitely at her best when she has that. And how many guys know this is a pretty accurate list of moms? Am I right? Let me show you where that shows up in the Bible. Galatians 5, through 23, it doesn't show up when it's talking about moms. It shows up when it talks about the Spirit of God, actually. And it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You see, the reality, moms, is you're actually at your best when you look the most like God. You're actually at your best when the Holy Spirit is more evident in you than you are evident. When when your personality gets kind of pushed to the side, your preferences, your anger, your frustration, the fact that you've had a bad day, when when you're actually able to push that to the side and you're actually able to to love your kids and, and represent these things, that's when you're at your best. Moms and actually people in general, we're at our best, friends, when we look like God and not like ourselves. You see, when we look like the Holy Spirit, that's what he said, the Spirit is these things. And so, so when we look like God, that's when we're at our best, right, moms? So today, as much as we're celebrating mothers, I want to use mothers and motherhood to actually help you understand the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, and his role in our life, actually. You see, the Holy Spirit does two things for us as believers. The first thing he does is he comforts us. And in John 14, 14 26, uh, to kind of frame this up for you, Jesus is actually getting ready to leave earth. And so he's uh, died on the cross. He's getting ready to leave. And he says this, but the helper, say helper. One more time, say helper. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to remembrance all that I said to you. And, and the word helper there in some translations actually means comforter. And what better way to describe moms than to say comforter, right? Like when I go to my mom, we go because we need to be comforted, right? Like if we want a quick answer and not a long drawn out explanation, we go to dad, okay, right? So like, hey dad, can I do such and such? Yes, perfect. We go to mom, can I do such and such? They're like, well, what's it going to be? How long are you going to, where your friend's going to be? You know, like, it's like, I'm not interested in getting into those conversations, so I'm going to go ask dad. Okay, so, but when, when we're dealing with our mom's, Comfort is part of the game. And hear me, when we're going to God, it's actually the spirit of God in our life that is actually our comforter in times of life where we feel like we can't even be comforted. And so it's the Holy Spirit that comforts us. And then the second thing that the Holy Spirit does in our life is he corrects us. How many of you ever needed to be corrected? Let's start with 
corrected uh, spiritually. How many guys have ever found yourself in a place where you knew you weren't supposed to be and God was calling you out of that place? Right? Uh, I, one of the, my favorite movies, Don't Judge Me, Emperor's New Groove. Okay? So, uh, I, all right. Gronk, pull the lever. Okay, so, wrong lever. Okay, so I just had, I had to do it. All right? So, but uh, <laughs> what, what, that's one of my favorite movies. And one of my favorite scenes in there is when Gronk's got the two things on the shoulder, like the, like the devil and the angel on his shoulder, right? It is like the worst versions of those two you've ever seen in your life. Like they're both contradicting themselves. Like it's right. Uh, but I feel like that's how we are in life sometimes. Like we can all picture moments in our life where we've literally been thinking like we can hear both voices in our head. Like, man, I should totally do this, but I can totally see why it would be better to do this. Right. And so it's like, man, this is definitely the right decision. That's definitely the wrong decision. So you know what? I'm going to go this way. Like, so, so, but we've all found ourselves in those moments. And what is it? It's the spirit of God that actually comes in and corrects us to lead us down the path that we know we should be on. Whether we choose it or not, sometimes uh, that is a different story. But how many guys are so happy that God doesn't leave us alone in our bad decision making? Like how many guys are glad that God doesn't just say, like, I'm going to let you be, I'm going to let you go do whatever you want to do. But there's always this present voice in our minds and in our spirit that's like, hey, 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 don't do that. And for some of us with praying moms, it's almost like we can hear their voices. It's like, hey, hey, don't do that. It's like, mom? Right? Like, and so that could kind of show up in our life. John 14, 26, it's the same verse. But he says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance what I've said to you. See, Jesus was, in that time, he was giving instruction. Like, hey, these are the things you should do. These are the things you shouldn't do. But how many guys know that even though we've heard it time and time again, like, hey, make sure you're doing these things. Make sure you're doing these things. Make sure you're doing these things. How many guys know at some point we forget it, don't we? Like your mom told you to do dishes five times, but then she's on her way back from JCPenney, and you're like, you know what? I still hadn't done the dishes. <laughs> so, right. And that's what, that's what Jesus is talking about. He's saying, that, hey, listen, I'm going to give to you the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is going to remind you of all the things that I've already taught you. And the same way uh, moms uh, can tend to do that, they can teach us, then they can correct us, and they can help us remember who we are and who we're not. Because how many guys know sometimes we need moms to tell us who we are, but sometimes we need them to tell us who we're not. Hey, that's not who you are. That's not how I raised you. You need to get that together. Don't think that idiot, okay? Sorry for saying idiot from the platform, Pastor Dan. So, uh, but, like, like, so we, we can see how moms correct us. And so I remember uh, growing up in the church, that always kind of weirded me out, the term Holy Spirit. And John, to be clear, John 16, 13 also says this, and we're talking about correction. But when he, the spirit of truth, talking about the Holy Spirit again, comes, he will guide you into all truth. So, again, correction <clears throat> and teaching. So, but here's the thing I want you to see. That growing up, man, that uh, always kind of, I was always curious about the spirit of God or the Holy Spirit. And then in church circles, sometimes they make it really weird. Okay. So like, uh, so then we don't have that for us. And, and here's what I believe. The same way mothers should be representing the Holy Spirit. And sometimes in church circles, we can misunderstand what the Holy Spirit's role is on our life. I believe in that same way, the, the idea of mothers has actually been distorted by society and culture that same way. I believe in society and in culture, mothers, you have been robbed of the beauty and the design that God actually gave you. I believe everything that God made you to be, every, everything that he has put inside of you, uh, there's, uh, p- there's little parts of that that 
it's almost like it's being taken from you if you're not careful. And, and it's being replaced by other parts of society and culture that's being woven into your brain. Because moms are still here to comfort, correct. But I'll tell you this. The only way this is possible, moms, is if you stay connected to the Spirit of God. If you stay connected to God, because if we're all being honest in here, mothers and just people alike. So for some of you that's like, hey, listen, I'm a 14-year-old guy. I don't know why I'm here today. Okay, so, like, so let me help you for a second. Uh, <laughs> for everyone that's in here, the reality is this. For all of us to be the best versions of ourselves, we need the Spirit of God leading us. We need him showing up in our lives. And, and the reality is this. It's only possible for us to be comforted and be corrected and keep moving towards who God is building us to be when we're connected to who God is making us and when we're connected to the spirit of God. That's the only way that it remains possible. A mom has to be connected if she's going to be able to comfort and correct and and establish all of those things. And and here's what I want to talk to you for just a second as we're wrapping up today. Today's a very different day, but I pray that you're staying with us. You see, because mom, God's grace carries you. Turn to your neighbor and say carries you. If you're in the room and you're sitting next to a mom, just look at her and say, he carries you. So God's grace carries you. See, my, many of you moms, many of you moms are actually, you're, you're kind of on the edge right now. Many of you moms, uh, you've been wiping snotty noses and cleaning up dirty diapers. For many of you moms, you've been chasing busy teenagers And for many of you, you've found yourself exhausted. For many of you, you've found yourself tired and weak. And and if we're being honest, for many of you, you've kind of found yourself maybe even alone a little bit. For some of you, you're also working and trying to navigate what it means to work and to, to earn an income. For some of you, maybe the father of your kids isn't in your home right now. And, and so for you, life is very, very busy. It's very, very hard. And it's oftentimes very, very confusing. But I'm also here to let you know that in the midst of wiping snotty noses, cleaning dirty diapers, or maybe even chasing busy teenagers while maybe working and maybe just life getting uh, as hard as it can oftentimes be, can I encourage you something? Because a lot of times we start looking for the replacement. But there's no Pinterest page. There's no mommy blog There's no series of YouTube videos. There's no snack preparation time that's going to make you feel valuable enough to be a good mom. It doesn't matter how many times you get out the house on time or how many times that seems completely impossible. It doesn't matter how many times you actually get the right shoes on the right feet. And it doesn't matter how many times you realize you've got two different shoes on yours. (laughs) None of those things, if they were all right, make you feel like you've done good enough. Because society has a way of robbing you of the value that you hold. And if we're being honest, social media has made it worse. Because you can look at other moms and you can see how well they seem to be doing versus how bad you seem to be doing. But here's the reality. That comparison doesn't really exist. You see, the 
Despite all of those things, I want you to understand something, moms, if you look at me for a few more minutes as we're wrapping up today. It's okay. All the things that are going on for you maybe seem like they're going wrong. It's, it's okay. I want you to understand something. In all the areas you feel like you may be failing, God's grace will carry you when you feel like you're not enough. In all of the moments where you feel like you're getting it wrong, God's grace will carry you. In all the moments where you feel like you're failing your children, God's grace will carry you. In all the places where you're like, I'm just, I, like, if these kids even grow up to be half sane, it'll be a miracle. <laughs> God's grace will carry you. You see, your family doesn't need a perfect mom. They need a persistent one. They need a mom that's not going to give up even when things get hard. They need a mom that's not going to let go. And more importantly, they need a mom that's relying on God. You see, they need a mom that knows that she needs God more than she needs to be strong herself. And so that's what we need. But oftentimes... We think we don't have time for God because of our kids. We think we're trying to be everything for our kids. And, and oftentimes uh, we fail to realize this truth that if you'll make time for God, he'll make you better in your calling as a mother. And so my encouragement to you today is to make sure that you're making time for who God has made you. And so for each one of you that's out there and you feel like, my, like as a mother, you're like, I just don't feel good enough. Like, I don't feel like we're cutting it. I don't feel like things are going well. I'm here to tell you that you may not feel that way, but hear me, God's grace will make up for the difference between how you feel and who you are. Man, God's grace can carry you and hold you. And, and so here's the beauty behind that is everything you feel short on, everything you feel like you're not good enough on, God will make sure your kids are covered. And so be faithful. And for some of you, mothers, and this one really hits home for us, that you need to understand that God's grace carries you moms in the waiting or in the loss. You see, many of you are out there and you've run so close to the edge emotionally because you just wish God will let you have a little one that you can wipe their nose or clean their diaper. But I want you to understand something. The same grace for those mothers is the grace that will sustain you as well. Some of you are in here today and, and maybe there's been a loss. Maybe there's been a miscarriage. You see, I'm well aware that Mother's Day isn't the easiest day for many moms. I'm well aware that Mother's Day isn't the easiest day for many women. But God is faithful to carry you even through the difficulty of pain. You see, God is faithful to hold us and to be with us and and so if you're here today and you've navigated that 
difficulty, you've navigated that pain, you've navigated loss, I want you to know today that he is so faithful to carry you. And, he, and, and though you may go through seasons of anger and frustration, though you may go through seasons of difficulty and pain, though you may go through some of the seasons, man, God is going to carry you. And here's my encouragement to you, moms, that you may be navigating loss. And this is something we've learned as, as myself and my wife. Uh, our, our little boy went to be home with Jesus two years ago. is that we've learned not to let landmines exist in our life. We've learned to talk about our son, Jabin. We've learned to acknowledge the journey that we've gone through. We've learned to, to discuss the hurts, the frustrations, and the pain that we feel. We've, we've acknowledged, because here's what happens for you that have dealt with losses. As you go through some of that, you find yourself in a place where, man, uh, you start creating emotional landmines in this field of life that as you walk through it, all of a sudden you see a picture or you see another little kid or you see another mom. And before you know it, you've stepped on something that blows up in your life because you haven't dealt with your emotions and this journey that God's got you on, now it's dealing with you. And I want to encourage you, moms, that maybe your journey has consisted of loss and pain. Talk about it. Acknowledge it. And let God carry you through it. Because that's the beauty behind God's grace is he carries us through those hard moments. In the lobby today, we have a number of things. We've got gift cards for you moms to Coffee Guys, so you can go get you your iced coffee, your Chick-fil-A, go by Target, and you can have the day of your life, all right? I know, that's all that you wanted. We even have pop signs out there that have a checklist that says iced coffee, Target, and Chick-fil-A uh, that you can take a picture with your little ones out there. It also has some that says like save, not soft, half holy, half hood. So we got all that out. You can take all the pictures you want, okay? And I'm not kidding. Those signs are actually out there. Um, we also have the gifts for you. And we also have ribbons for some of you, for any of you that have experienced the loss uh, of motherhood. We have pink ones, blue ones, and white ones for those of you that didn't even know the gender of the child. And I ask this of you, church, is please do me a favor. If you see someone wearing a ribbon today, don't do the, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, don't do that. Just strictly say happy Mother's Day. And if they'll take a hug, give one. But don't be jumping up in someone's bubble, okay? No one wants that. But my hope today to communicate to you is that whether you're going through life and things are good, whether you're going through life and things are confusing or whether you're going through life and things are not as good as you would like them to be. God carries us through it. And when we know God is carrying us through it, we can go to the spirit of God to find out what it looks like for him to show up in our lives. We can go back to the fruit where we say, that's what it's going to look like to resemble God. And on the days I get it right, I know he helped me get it right. And on the days I get it wrong, I know he'll help me get it right. Because we don't need more of us. What we need is more of God. And if we can go to him, we'll realize he's always been all that we need.
Let's pray today. Father, we thank you for today. God, I pray that you would strengthen us and encourage us. Lord, I pray that you would help us, that you would lead us and guide us. God, on the areas of our life where we feel like we haven't gotten it right, on the areas of our life where we feel like, quite frankly, even we're getting it wrong and even moms feel like they're failing. God, I pray that you would show us and encourage us and lead us and help us see that we're not failing. You're just helping us. We thank you today for what you're doing in our life. And we love you. In Jesus' name. If you're here today and you just need Jesus in your life, we've gone over on time, but you need Jesus in your life, I want to invite you to pray this prayer with me. And this prayer doesn't make you saved. This prayer puts words to the actions of your heart that says, I know I've got sin in my life. And I know Jesus is the only one that can take it away. And so I'm believing that when he died on the cross, he paid for my sins. And today, if you want to pray a prayer that puts that declaration of faith that you're giving your life to God. You can pray today. The whole church is going to pray with you. Let's pray, church. Say, dear Jesus, forgive me. Forgive me my sins. I give you my life. Make me brand new. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. TC, can we give it up for all those that prayed that? Man, we were so excited today.